What's going on, everybody? Daryl Freider, the club CEO here, and we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by the Club App, the number one live streaming platform for DJs and partygoers. Today, we have my brother, Big Juice, and we're super excited to have you, brother. Can you please introduce yourself to the people who you are and where you're from? Hey, how everybody doing? I go by Big Juice. I'm originally from New York, moved to Palm Beach County, Florida when I was about 12, Stayed there till at least I was about, I think I was 19. And then I came up to Tallahassee, Florida, came to college, started DJing. I've been up here ever since. So I'm, I'm currently in Tallahassee, Florida awesome, right now. Man. Wonderful, man. Now we're super excited to hear your story, man. This is the My DJ Story podcast. So we want to hear your journey as a DJ. So walk us through the beginning, man. What sparked your interest to become a DJ? And kind of walk us through that journey um, leading up to where you are today. Um, pretty much, you know, I think I was like 13, 14. I started going out a lot. We had a club called Red Rocks in Palm Beach County. And uh, I always been around music. Like my dad, he, when I used to, when I was growing up, when we lived in New York before we came to Palm Beach County, he would always, you know, play music and it just always brightened up his day. And I, I saw how music, really inspired him. Like, he'd be in a bad mood. He'll, you know, play the music. We, we had the uh, double-A tracks, you know, that old-school stuff, and, you know, had the speakers and all that. And he always would just boom the music, and I always would just sit back and just, you know, consume everything. And then, you know, move to Palm Beach. Uh, I ended up going to a club called Red Rock, and I used to be the teen club. And, you know, I just was always inspired by how DJs was able to control the crowd. It always just blew my mind. And then when I used to hear the mixing and, you know, in, in South Florida, we do a lot of talking. So, you know, I ran across a couple of DJs that kind of started inspiring me was Funk Boogie Express DJs, which was my cousins, and them damn dogs. I don't know if you ever heard about them damn dogs, but they're real big in Florida. And they always used to be mic checking. It was just real raw and uncut, and it, it just always grabbed my attention. So, you know, I think that's where it really all started from my dad with the music. And when I moved to South Florida and I started paying attention to how DJs would control the crowd with how they talk on the mic. Because like I said, in South Florida, we're real big on talking. So that mic checking really how they would take a song and make it into their own with their own ad libs. It just blew my mind. So I was like, damn, I was like, yeah, one day I want to do that. I remember telling my best friend, he's like, yo, what do you want to do when you grow up? I was like. I want to be a DJ, like, and he laughed at me, like, he was like, man, stop playing. I'm like, no, I'm serious, like, I really want to be a DJ. So fast forward a little bit, you know, high school, go to all little team parties and stuff like that. I used to always be in the DJ booth with them, you know, because like I said, Fun Book Express with my cousins, and they used to always do all our parties and stuff, and we used to go to the skating ring, which was Atlantis in Lake Worth. And I used to just go out there, you know, we vibe out. And I just, like I said, I loved how they control the crowd. So, you know, now, fast forward, 19 years old, my cousin calls me one day, you know, we're talking and he's like, yo, you know, you need to come up to Tallahassee, Florida. I wasn't even thinking about Tallahassee. Like, that wasn't even in my mind. But I was like, okay. I said, you know, I, I go to Tallahassee. I, I started college. I, I was getting my AA degree in computer information and science. He was like, man, just transfer all your credits 
up here, come to the TCC, you know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? Let's let's see what we can make happen. I had to get away from Palm Beach, you know, it was just a lot going on. So I'm like, all right, cool. So he was like, yo, if you're gonna come up here, you need to figure out how you gonna make some money because you know the economy was real hard around that time. This is like around 2008, I think, 2008, 2009 in that area. And I was like, you know what? I said, I always wanted to be a DJ. Like, mind you, high school, I was just, you know, going, rocking out with everybody. Like, it just, it didn't click. Like, oh, yeah, I really, I'm really going to do this. So he was like, yo, you need to find something. I was like, you know, I really want to be a DJ. So you know what I did? When I came to Tallahassee, Florida, my first net check that I got, I took it and I flipped it. I went to Guitar Center. Got my my first little Hercules little controller. Got my little um, Harbinger speakers. It was like $100 a piece. I had got some real basic stuff. Then went and got my little basic laptop. And this is when LimeWire was still running before they shut it down. So actually was able to consume a lot of music before, you know, it got 10 times harder to get music. After LimeWire, I didn't know music. Like, oh, I'm doing this just straight raw. Like, this is what I knew, okay? I knew I had to go to LimeWire, download music, start up. I'm a little hard drive. And, you know, my cousin who had called me, he was a Sigma. So when I came up here and I had got my first set of DJ equipment, my first real party that I ever threw was at my, our house, in our townhouse. And... That's when I really, really started DJing. Like, okay, I can really do this. So now I'm in Tallahassee, Florida. He's a Sigma. They're doing all the Juice party stuff. So you know who they calling? Hey, Juice, we need you to uh do the late night event. Da -da 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 -da. I'm like, all right, you know me, I'm young. So I'm like, ah, let's go. It's like, I'm 20 years old, college town. Let's do this. So that's when it really started growing. And I started doing... Little house parties, 721 house parties. That's why I did my first official house party in the UG. And I linked up with my homeboy, Superzo. And then I started linking up with Street Grinders, which I think y'all had interviewed Ant, DJ Ant. That's my homie from Polk County. So he used to come up here. Oh, Juice Man, what's up with the house party? So then I started being real big as, oh, this is the house party. Oh, DJ Juice? That's the house party dude. So I started doing house parties, you know, elevating from there. And then like DJing really started getting real big. Like, okay, cool. Now I'm doing some, you know, when Tallahassee, there's a lot of competition in Tallahassee, but I always seem to manage to always try to stay on top of it in the midst of, you know, all the DJs. I held my name down for a long time and then, uh, I did it for like 10 years. I was DJ Juice on the radio station. I used to do 90.5, the family radio station. So like my name is real known in the community. And then uh, I had got a job at Walmart and then I, it kind of slowed down after that. So this is the, down, this is the downside of when I started D, like got into it. And then I started DJing, got into a couple of troubles, you know, life happened. So next thing, I'm at Walmart. So now I'm not DJing as much. So, you know, in the in the DJ world, if you're not relevant, 
You become irrelevant. So nobody knows you. You can be irrelevant just that quick. Then I started working a lot more. I wasn't really focused on DJing like that. Then I was still doing gigs here and there. I used to get called. Now, just to sidetrack a little bit, DJ Juice comes from when I used to dance when I was in high school. So when I was in high school, I was a choreographer. So they used to call me Beatles Juice because I kept everything simple. I used to also wear black and white. You know, that was the era of the white tee. So I used to always just wear a white tee with the black inside of it. You know, some basic Reeboks or some, you know, Jabos. You remember that era, 2005, all that. Man, so I used to always keep it real simple. I used to always be wear a black shirt or a white shirt. So they used to call me Beetlejuice. Now, when I used to do my bass line, now, if you know anything about South Florida, we used to do the bass where you got to do the, they call it de-slanging. I'm not going to say the actual word because we're on live, but that's what it was. We used to be the ride out boys. So when we used to ride out, I used to hop. So everybody used to start calling me Beetlejuice. So, you know, as I got older, they just took Beetlejuice on. They just, that, that's how Juice came about. So I just kept the name Juice. So, you know, years go by, but we're going back to when I'm at Walmart. I'm not really working as much. DJ done slowed down, but I'm still getting called for gigs. And um, there was another DJ Juice in Florida. There was a couple of them. I ain't really know that. I just was going by, you know, what my name was. So I started researching all that. People used to call me and they'd be like, hey, bro, are you the one DJing? No crowd control or whatever event was because they would have a DJ Juice on there and everybody knew that was me. I'm like, nah, that's not me. It's another DJ Juice. Now we're fast forwarding a little bit, like four years ago. I changed my name. Like I took DJ Juice out. Like, even if you go on my IG, if you go back a little bit, I switched my name to DJ Poppy G. My girl gave me that name because I'm part Cuban. So she was like, Poppy G, you know, for the Cuban part. And then the G is because my last name. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's kind of different. Da, da, da. But the problem with when you change your name and people know one name for so long, they're not really receptive to the whole, oh, this new person. So I did it for like two years. I was DJ Poppy G. I had my logo, everything. I, I had the whole shebang. So now we're, we're getting a little closer about, I think, right when COVID hit. COVID hit, you know, it was kind of slowed down. But I'm going to be honest, COVID kind of elevated me to go even harder DJing. So while everybody was, oh, I'm not making money, I found ways to make money. COVID was kind of my good year. I'm not even going to lie. That was my bounce back year. When COVID hit, I bounced back real hard because remember, I wasn't really DJing like that because I was working at Walmart, so it consumed a lot of my time. So I had my daughter in 2020. That kind of changed everything. I'm like, okay, I got to switch the I got to switch the narrative. I have to, you know, make more money, but I wasn't happy at Walmart. And like, I was having this battle with DJ or work in the corporate world. And, you know, God saw fit. Hey, look, this is what this is what your calling is. So now I'm still DJ Poppy G. People still booking me. You know, I did virtual events. I used to do all types of Zoom events. So I was making a lot of money during the pandemic when people wasn't like a lot of DJs, they were struggling. Like I still was making money and I was still relevant. So now 
COVID kind of, you know, we're in Florida, so we, y'all already know what, how Florida is. <laughs> we we was already open 50%. So when everything kind of opened back up, my lines just went to go with a booming. So I'm like, okay, this means something. And lo and behold, I, I worked at Walmart for eight years. I quit the beginning of this year. I said, you know what? I'm going to go by leap of faith. I'm going to really go into this DJ and thing like heads on like how I was back in the days. And sure enough, my homeboy DJ Gemini, he started booking me for a couple of his events. And he's like, man, listen, I don't care what your name is. I'm calling you Juice. So now we're going to go back into how I got into Big Juice. He was like, oh, you're Big Juice. Like, Cause you get booked for everything. Like he wasn't even getting booked like that. Like I was really the only one getting booked during the pandemic. He was like, bro, you're big juice. Like I don't care what nobody say. So I kind of like the name. I'm like, damn, big juice. All right, cool. So I was like, you know what? I, I pulled a wheezy, like a Jay-Z on. I said, you know, I'm gonna change my name again. Call me big juice from now on. Change my name again, change the logo. My girl didn't like it. She was like, I don't like this guy, but it was for the people because everybody liked juice. So I just, you know, I'm 12, 13 years in the game. I was like, you know, a big juice. I like that because I, I have respect in the streets. You know, everybody know who I am. I, when I come through, call me big juice for now. So that's how we're here today. And that's how I got the name big juice. My homeboy Gemini, he was like, yeah, big juice. So he, he would literally before my name really changed, he would be on the mic with me. And he'd be like, oh, man, this Big Juice, I don't care what y'all call him. I'm not calling him no Poppy G. This is Big Juice. So he kind of stamped his seal to like, okay, loose kid, all the big dogs in Florida. It was like, yeah, bro, we know you as Juice. So just go ahead and just change the name back. So I'm like, okay, you know what? For the people, I'm going to change my name one more time. I changed it, Big Juice. And, you know, everything's just been real good I, I i will say that like when i took that leap of faith and i was like let me just get back into this djing for real and not really think about damn how am i gonna make money and just put my hustle in like how i used to because I, I dj'd from 2009 i think to 2015 16 before i got a job at walmart that's all i was doing was just djing i was making decent money you know but I had to go into the corporate world. I was like, I, I got to find something consistent. But, you know, with me having a daughter, I had to stay home. I'm with her today. I'm a stay-at-home dad during the day. At nighttime, I go and get the money. I go and get the money. So, you wow. know, that, that that's where we're at with it now. That's a phenomenal story, brother. I'm really glad that you shared it with us. I had fun listening. I'm sure our audience did as well, man. What we're going to do, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of the learning lessons that you got throughout this journey, okay? Gotcha. And we're back with the My DJ Story podcast. I'm here with my brother, Big Juice, who has changed his name a number of times. But if you're just listening, you heard his exciting story of how he got this name, Big Juice. So we're super excited to have you here, brother. And you've done a lot throughout your journey. And you most recently took the leap of faith to full-time DJing. Um, I'm just glad that you made it to this point because not a lot of people get here. And I'm sure that you right. learned a lot of things along that journey to get to this point. So talk to right. me about some of the things that you've learned about DJing and learned about how to successfully transition from a part-time DJ to a full-time DJ so other people can kind of learn the steps it takes to make that transition as well. Um, I would say this. 
there's nothing wrong with working a regular job because it taught me a lot. It kind of it kind of built me to who I am today. It you know put that foundation in me. Like okay, even business wise, because I worked at Walmart, so it it showed me the business aspect of just how to run things. So I took what I learned and I just applied it to my own business. You understand what I'm saying? So with that, there was a lot of learning lessons. It, it's really just about taking that faith and. If you have that hustle, taking that faith is going to be so easy. It, it, a lot of people are scared, but I was at a point where I'm like, do I be scared and not know what's on the other side? Or do I just take the chance on the other side? And, you know, saying if it doesn't work out, it just doesn't work out. You know, a lot of DJs, they're, they're afraid. But I, like I tell people, work that nine to five till you don't have to anymore. Work that nine to five so you don't have to. If you don't have a job and, you, and you're trying to DJ, you have no equipment, work that nine to five. Get your equipment. Get everything together. Once you know that you're together and you have everything you need, go for it. You know, if, if you don't feel like you're ready, then, you know, wait. Wait till it's that time. You'll know when it's time to go from part-time to full-time. You know what I'm saying? And there are a lot of DJs that just like being part-time. But me, I love DJing. I, I, I love to entertain. I love to see how the crowd reacts to my new mixes or how I'm going to bring this song in with this song. You know, it's, 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 it's how you make the, the it's how you make. So, you know, learn the lesson. Just take that faith when it's time. Yeah, man, that's really great advice because if you don't go in at the proper time, you might go into prematurely where you're going to have to step right back out because you didn't prepare yourself financially. And I think that's super exactly. important, you know, that you're able to build it part-time until you have enough income from the business side of the DJing to be able to completely supplement your income. So that way, when you take that leap, you feel comfortable and you're not feeling the pressure of the finances um, of, of losing the job. So I think right. that you kind of broke it down really nicely. So people understand that, you know, you have to have confidence in yourself to take the leap, but don't do it in a, in a way that risks your livelihood or your, your family's livelihood. And you're able to do it in a smart way right. to, to provide for yourself. Right. And I, I will also say this network network is such a key thing. And I think that's why I lacked that back then. Cause I was just so focused on DJing. I was a great DJ, but my networking skills were not there. So I kind of had to reset everything. Like, okay. Juice, you know how to DJ, but when you network and you know certain people, it opens the door so much more for you to where, okay, I don't have to worry about, damn, where am I, where am I going to get booked at? Because I know so many promoters. All the promoters know me. Everybody knows me, so it's not that hard to get booked, especially if they know that you're reliable and you're good at what you do. Them two things, and then you put your network in there and you, you know, know who you know, you you will succeed it's just how bad you want to succeed man man that's great advice you know you have to really network and build a community of people that want to refer you to gigs that want to refer you for bookings and can really vouch for you and talk about you to other people because you never know where your next gig is going to come from but by building that right. strong network opportunities just come to you out of the where works and you're just able to keep it flowing and that's how you're able to have a thriving business because oh people always see you out djing and it's a good right. signal to the market that you're in high demand and when you're in exactly. high demand everybody wants you and once that fire is gone sometimes it could be hard to get it back so you kind of want to yeah. stay consistent with the networking 
being out seen in public, doing gigs, and it kind of just works for itself to get you that attention in the audience that's always going to want to see you perform and see you at these gigs. I'm glad yeah, that you mentioned fair. that, man. What, what are some t- techniques that you use to actually build your network? Um, You know, I, I had to really learn branding. So, you know, I always have a flyer design ready. I always have a flyer, man. All my DJs have a reliable flyer, man, logo person that can you can call and they can get your stuff done in a good turnover rate. And, it's, you know, just little little things, you know, photo shoots are important, like. People might think that's not important, but when people see a nice, decent photo shoot and you in different angles, it's like, okay, your professionalism goes to a whole nother level. You see what I'm saying? So that, that's that's the things that I use. I, video man, I always have a video man on deck when I'm going to do my events and stuff. They're always, you know, taking clips of me and then I'll pay them at the end of the night. Hey, look, let me get that video clip. So that way people can see, you know, oh, I'm relevant. I'm, you know what I'm saying? And then I'll put my logo in the video or I have my video man do like a, a one minute video recap. So that way people see that everything is about visuals nowadays. So the more visuals you give people, the more people are gonna be like, oh, he's really working. I need to get him. I need to book him because he's here, he's there. Besides the flyers, the video visuals are very important. And I tell DJs have a, a professional, um, what is it? A professional, uh, Damn, what's the word I'm looking for? Professional flyer that has, you know, all your info, stuff like that. So that way people, it's, it's like your business card, but online. Here's my business card right here. And I always have an actual physical business card. That's that's also, I know it's old school, but you'll be surprised when I go to events. Hey, do you have a business card? Like, you know, especially for the older heads. A lot of people sleep on the, the older people, but they're the ones that's going to really pay you if you're good, they'll pay you the money that you want. If you have a business card, I promise you that right there will change a lot. It will change a lot. Oh, you have a business card? Great. Because a lot of DJs don't have it. They want me to go follow them on IG. I don't even have IG. Like, I, I hear a lot. It'd be so fun. I'm like, yes, I have a business card. So it may be a little, you know, dinosaur ancient, but it's still relevant to the old schools because that's that's what they know. Wow, man, you really dropping some real amazing gems here. Some things that I'm going to actually use for myself, man. I think it's super amazing. You know, you mentioned the fact that you are bringing camera and video people around with you. That is tremendous value, brother, because people are going to want to be around you as well because you're providing them opportunity for exposure. And that right. is super important. So not only are you a DJ, but you're also a walking and talking media person where you're giving people exposure and opportunity to be heard and seen. So that's of super course. amazing, man. I think that you're doing an amazing job and good note with the business cards because it, it's still very relevant, especially if you're meeting people in person. It's so much easier to just hand them a card than to right. stop everything that's going on to get them to put in their IG or whatever it may be. Like it's so right. much easier to do that and then also you stand out amongst everyone else so don't right. forget the old school methods business cards work still here yeah. in 2021 business cards still work so if they you don't got a business work. card or you know you want to upgrade yours go do that invest the time invest the money and the energy to put in your business card out there and also spending time giving it to people and building yeah. meaningful relationships yeah I, I take my business cards and i take them to uh the corner stores in the hood corner stores the businesses, the black owned businesses, I'll sit and I'll put it in there. And, you know, there's times I'll go back and then they'll be gone. 
and there's other times that they'll still be there. But people, people are looking. Even if they don't pick up your card, they might look and just take the information and put it in their phone. So, like I said, the old school way is good. Just mesh it with the new school. That's all I do. Old wow. school message with the new school message and just make it your own. That That's really all you can do. Oh, man. I love it, man. These are simple tips, but they're so effective. And sometimes people are stuck. They don't know what to do next. But it's these small, simple tactics that can take right. you very, very far, especially if yeah. you do them over and over and over Repetitive. again and do yeah. not fail in regards to just going out there and doing it. And you will see results like it's so yeah, clear. Sure. And I'm, I'm really glad that you're sharing this on the podcast, man. And I can see how it has gotten you so much success and is going to continue to keep on bringing you success as you continue in your journey, man. You know, yeah, I, sure. I would love to hear, you know, what are your long term goals for your brand and for your DJ career? Um, Long term goals. I I feel like me as a DJ, I have to make a song <laughs> like I feel like as a DJ, free, there's levels in DJ and I all the old school DJs. They always become a producer. They always make, you know, a track or something like that. And it's funny because my girl laughed and she's like, you make a track? I'm like, nah, but pay attention. Like, all the greats, this is what, this is what they have done to become great. DJ Khaled was a DJ. He started producing. He doesn't be, he doesn't rap on the track. But we the best. Like, you know, little stuff like that. That's what, that's my, that's my long-term goal. I'm not going to say I'm going to be the next DJ Khaled, but... I want to be to that level or even higher. You see what I'm saying? So with that, you know, I just really want to get into producing next and really learning that. And then, you know, taking it to that next level and see, see where that takes me. Because realistically, I'll always be a DJ at heart. But in the long term goal of it, you have to elevate into something else. It's, it's like Pokemon, you know. Pikachu didn't, well, Pikachu did stay. No, he didn't. Pikachu did not stay Pikachu. He turned to Raichu. There's always an elevation. You know what I'm saying? Always an elevation. So if you're not elevating in your DJ to go to that next level, then what are you really doing? What are you really in the game for? I love it, man. And big shout out to the Pokemon reference, man. Awesome. <laughs> At this time, we're going to jump into the lightning round. Are you ready? Yeah. Awesome. Describe your DJ setup, hardware and software. Uh, as of right now, I have a Rain 62 and a Rain 70 with a Pioneer CDJ Nexus 2000. Who's your favorite DJ? My favorite DJ? <laughs> You'll be surprised. I don't think y'all know him. DJ E-Zone. He's based in Tallahassee. But when I tell you he is fire, he is fire. The man's scratch game is so sick. It, it's remarkable to me. He They call him the Dominican threat. And he stands by that like, it, hands down, that's my favorite DJ, DJ E-Zone. What has been your favorite party or event you've DJed at and what made it special? Favorite party or event? Ah, the house party days. I, I, it was just, when you did house parties, there was no rules or regulations. It was, hey, you do you, you control everything compared to, you know, the club. The club has stipulations like, okay, hey, rules and guidelines. Okay, this is what it is. Da, 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 da. You're free for them. But I feel like the house parties, it was free for all. Free for all and you did what you wanted to do and you really had fun and you enjoyed that element. 
of really seeing people enjoy your music and how you do what you do. So I would say the house party days for me. Name some of the best places to party in your city. Um, If you're in Tallahassee, I would say Bajas, Shisha, GVO, the moon when it was jumping, but you know, the moon's not what it used to be, but I would say those three spots, GVO, Cafe Shisha, Bajas, and the venue. The venue is the official after after hour spot. So everybody goes to the venue after all the other clubs close. What's one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for DJs? The one thing is uh, this whole copyright thing. I don't like it. It's, it, it messes up like the creativity and just the free flow that we can have. Like y'all know we DJs. I feel like I don't, I don't know that they need to come up with a way to where the DJs can freely just do what they do and not have to worry about rules and regulations and, oh, I can't play this song because of copyrights and all that. It just really puts constriction on everything. So if I had to say that about live streaming, yeah, it, it's definitely the copyrights. I, I hate it. I hate and, it. And shout out to DJs that you know personally whose stories also need to be shared on this podcast. Uh, shout them out. I would say my brother Loose Kid, that's Positive Fisher DJ, Gemini, DJ Gemini. Um, who else? That's that's a lot of cats, man. Uh, DJ Little Boy, that's T Pain's official DJ. Um, who else? I, I can go E Zone. Um, who else? Off the top of my head, Raylo. Shouts out to Raylo, them damn dogs. He's in Tampa now, but yeah, Raylo. Definitely holler at Raylo. That's the OG right there. Y'all can get him on there, yeah. Ray Raylo, he's the one that made the peanut butter and jelly song with DJ Chipman that made it on Family Guy. That's Raylo. <laughs> so that big shouts out to Raylo and damn dogs. Um, if there's any other DJ that I can't think of right now, my apologies, but you know, those would be the top people that I would say to get get on, on the podcast. Awesome. Yeah, we look forward to hearing their stories one day. And any DJ wants to sign up, they can do so at DJSignup.com. And brother, where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events? Um, You can follow me on all social medias except for Facebook on DJJuice561. So that's Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, DJJuice561. If you want to follow me on Facebook, it's going to be you can type in Big Juice and my name will pop up, but it'll say Jeff in front. Jeff Big Juice Gito. So that's my Facebook name. You know Facebook. They be tripping with the the whole, you got to have your official name on there. So it is what it is. So DJ Juice 561, Facebook, type in Big Juice, and you'll see Jeff Big Juice Gito on there. That's me. You'll see my logo on there. So Awesome, man. Hey, this has been an amazing interview. You dropped a lot of gems for people, and I'm sure you're going to help a lot of people in their DJ journey. And I'm sure our audience as well is going to want to follow you and support everything that you got going on, brother. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. And we look forward to seeing you in the club. Yes, sir. I appreciate you for having me. Thank you for listening to the My DJ Story podcast. If you haven't already, please join our community by downloading the club app for free in the Google Play and App Store today. 
While you're there, do us a huge favor by giving us a five-star rating and shoot us a message on Instagram telling us you did. I'd love to send you a free My DJ Story Podcast t-shirt as a token of our appreciation. Thank you so much, and we'll look forward to seeing you in the club.